It's a good show. Welcome to You're Making It Worse. We're here, we're queer, who cares? I'm Elliot Glazer. I am Brent Sullivan. And I'm H. Allen Scott. And this is a podcast by three gay comedians who've known each other for about ten years, and we've always bonded over the fact that we just don't really fit in in the gay community. We're sort of like the lazy queer eye of the Fab Five. Yeah, except I got 2020. Textual Healing. Now, for textual healing, we are talking about the death of former First Lady of the United States, Ms. Barbara Bush, right. whom I still... Oh, this bitch gets wet whenever she says Bush. <laughs> no. uh, you know, wait, this... wait, 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 finish that sentence that you still... Whom I still sort of point my finger at when it comes to the idea of George, George W. and um, Laura naming their, like... Not they wouldn't know she was hot when she was a baby, but the idea of a girl our age being named Barbara is seems so mean. Oh yeah, George W. Bush's oh, daughter. Yes, name. Oh, and she's like hot, she's like hot. It seems mean. She's like oh my god, Barbara, poor Barbara. <laughs> I, don't, I, I mean, I didn't even Barb. notice that. Yeah, yeah, Barb. I, yeah, you could go by Barb. Yeah. Who do you know whose name B? is Barb? You go by B. Barb. Barbie. Wait, so I guess you guess these get, are is, all. Is she a, so you guys are more politically wonky, of course, than I am, but. Mm-hmm. What? How do we both agree? Yeah, yeah. that's correct. Yes, it's that's true. true. That's very true. What was she a friend of the people? What, you know, was she, she was a, definitely a friend of the an, people, an, an yeah. ally? Yeah, I, I I hate the word ally. I think that's a that's a bullshit term that people use to make people either you're with us or against us, and I hate that. Work um, in patriarchy. Work in patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I hate it, and I, and I also think it's like like I said during the primaries between Bernie and Hillary when people were talking about who supported gay marriage first. It's like any American, white American, or any American over the age of 60 has a complicated history with gay marriage absolutely and gays in general i feel like in particular i feel like it's a it's really inconsistent when we hold first of all she's a wife of an elected official so yes she was the first lady but she wasn't obviously in her own right she was also very outspoken she was outspoken but she wasn't an elected official yeah true and and i find that sometimes we we did this with hillary we'll do this with the reagans or whatever yeah uh, outside of legitimate criticism, we'll hold them to a standard that we don't hold, for instance, people that we know and love. Civilians. Like, you would never say that your grandmother's a fucking bitch. Yeah. Because she wasn't. I say that about Ramona, but... My grandma uh, was Ramona. a fucking bitch. Well, Wait, you mean you wouldn't because say that your grandma's a fucking bitch because, because she, she voted for Trump. You'd say, oh, she's an old lady. Right. Or let's say your grandma said something vaguely homophobic. Or yeah. your parents, but th- I think in the 90s, but have since evolved in their stances, you wouldn't call them an asshole to this day. I think the difference between... Barbara Bush and you know a person in the public sphere and the and you know our parents is that our parents aren't for most of our parents aren't in the public yes, sphere of course. and they don't they don't carry influence on voting and et cetera et cetera yes, they don't they don't they yes, don't carry the influence that Barbara Bush did I think we should probably because I don't think a lot of people listening know the history of what the gay history at well, least of Barbara Bush what percentage of people listening do you think are as smart as me what would you what would you guess 48 48 percent yeah 
I think we have a very intelligent audience. Alan, you know, when I become senator, you're going to be destroyed. Uh, Yeah, talk about a little bit about what uh, she was, Alan, particularly known for, some of the stances she took. Yeah, so her biggest thing was reading and, you know, people going out and making sure that they knew how to read and stuff. That was like the big thing she did. She always Mm -hmm. reading books with little kids. Always reading books. Always reading books. Literacy is a big deal. Um, But she also also was, at least when she died, sort of the queer angle that people started talking about was she was one of the first public officials in the Reagan administration and then eventually in her husband's administration to touch a person with HIV, to openly talk to people and and go and visit and and advocate for um, people living with HIV. And also, you know, they the the Bushes did attend multiple. There wasn't just one gay wedding. It was mm-hmm. it was a few. Um, a friend of ours, even, I think. Really? Yeah. I, I, I remember seeing a picture. Oh, who? Lyle. Well, the the Bushes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were at that wedding. That's right. Yeah. And, and that was a gay wedding? That, I believe that was a gay wedding. Yeah. Wow. And so, I mean, it's legal now, so it's just a wedding. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, but so they did attend those weddings and, and they were. How many, know, how many gay guys Bush... do you think made like jokes about her pearl necklace? <laughs> I don't think Barbara. a lot. <laughs> I think that's just catty, Elliot. I don't think a lot. <laughs> no, I, um, lot. I, I. One of the things that Barbara Bush and that what we should understand about George H.W. Bush is that he came from a Republican Party that was a little bit more progressive. It wasn't as he wasn't especially as ran by Christian evangelicals as much as Reagan was. H.W. Bush was famous, infamous for being pro-choice in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And which made him incredibly controversial for the VP ticket uh, for uh, to be to join Reagan on the and Barbara Bush has a shady history on abortion. I um, mean, she she uh, didn't support it, then she supported it, and she sort of went back and forth over the time. Mm-hmm. But she eventually got to a place. I think in her Bitch. memoir, in her memoir, she she came out and said that you know she thinks it's a personal choice for the woman. Sure, but the gay angle to it, there was a lot of people that you have quotes from that yeah. wrote about sort of you know. What she did. Do you want to read some of those quotes? Sure. I mean, whoever I didn't write this the name. This bitch of the, can't read. The person, the, the so whoever wrote in the Atlantic. I don't write the person's name, but they said she'd suggested that he visit an AIDS clinic during the campaign in '88, George H. W., which he did. And in her first weeks as first lady, um, Bush visited a young man in a hospital who was dying from AIDS, um, and she said people thought it was an easily communicable disease, of yeah. course, and. You know that that is that's a pretty and that profound, was just coming on the heels of the Reagan administration virtually not doing not talking about nothing it, and not yeah, talking yeah. about yeah. it. Um, although on the other hand, you know D- uh, Dan Avery of New Now Next and the Real World Miami <laughs> says it's almost unfathomable to realize there was a time a stalwart Republican could hug people with HIV/AIDS, write a letter of support to P Flag, and att- attend a same-sex wedding where her husband was the official witness. So I mean. Yeah. You know, but then yeah, a lot. You know, it's it's weird because in, there's always been this we, ever since the Bush administration, where obviously I think they were probably the most virulently and outspoken uh, anti-gay administration Reagan. we've seen. In, uh, well, yeah, okay, Reagan. I I would I was saying W. Bush, but oh, uh, okay. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think when you run on a a, fo- a solid foundational platform in o- in o four. Opposing gay rights, yeah. And, but weirdly enough, the point being, they always kind of talked out of one side of their mouth and then did something else. That's mm-hmm. not the right cliche to use, but like, uh, from, almost from the moment that Bush was out of office, he, uh, um, 
basically started supporting gay marriage. There are there were recordings like this weird person in like the 90s recorded W. Bush in like private phone conversations. Mm -hmm. And in these private phone conversations that were leaked by this person, W. Bush was talking about how he thinks it's really kind of inappropriate that the religious right is 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 going against gay people and he's like they want me to beat up on gays and I just don't want to do it yeah hmm. and I mean obviously Dick Cheney you know uh, had a lesbian daughter I'm still convinced Condoleezza Rice is a lesbian but that's debatable <laughs> but yeah so I feel like for a long time they're, they've you know they've had this platform of being very anti-gay well, which, and they, he did, which I mean, is irrefutable George H.W. Bush probably the, one of the biggest things from, from his presidency one of the most long lasting things from his presidency that's still in effect today and that still is regularly funded and people applaud as the basis of HIV legislation is the Ryan White Act after Ryan White died right that was um, that kid right he was a kid he was a hemophiliac in Indiana who um, sort of really put a face on the HIV AIDS movement and he died and his death sort of personified um, HIV and HIV AIDS funding and the need for federal funding and the need for federal support. And it was the largest package at the time when it was signed. It was the largest package for a single disease um, in history in the United mm -hmm. States. Didn't Elton John write a song about him? I don't know. About I think that. he did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, Lance, um, but Lance George H.W. Bush signed that into legislation. Not. And and <laughs> and I don't know. You know, we don't know how much Barbara's influence had on that probably a lot. I don't she know. She was a bulldog. I mean, behind the scenes. From oh, she, the she famously <laughs> said that Jeb shouldn't run for president during this last, <laughs> during 2016. She was like, we've had enough Bushes. She also yeah. said that she wouldn't, um, she can't imagine, didn't she say, I can't imagine one woman who would want, want to vote for Trump based on the yeah. things that he yeah. said? Yeah. yeah. The, the Bushes are not fans of Donald Trump. No. Right. And I mean, to me, you know, when I saw that again, like I'm not as politically savvy as you guys, but when I saw that, I was like, that's pretty, uh, it's a pretty yeah. intense Oh, apparently George W. Bush at the inauguration leaned into Hillary Clinton oh, yeah. and was like, and was like this "What shit the is fuck was that?" Did he say this, this shit, is, shit crazy? is crazy? Yeah, something, something. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. So the Bushes, whatever. But Barbara Bush, um, you know, but she also was polarizing because she also, you know, was a. I mean, these were rich people. These were rich Connecticut, Texas oil people who yeah. had a way of talking sometimes that could be seen as dismissive. And and she had that quote, I think, about Katrina and the Houston. Hospitals. There was something during Katrina where she said something about people coming in to, mm. to Texas, and I mean, yeah, she she was a rich white lady, and she sure. had she had a lot of you know struggles in her life with her daughter dying of um, leukemia mm -hmm. at a very young age, which is why her hair turned white, oh. um, and she kept her hair white to honor her dead daughter because um, you know the shock of and it. Some were saying that white. that was the reason that she sort of embraced the. HIV, HIV baby yeah. thing, and just in general, the HIV baby thing, yeah, made her <laughs> made her more empathetic. Um, yeah, but then you you also included this quote from Hal Rubinstein. Where, where is this writing from? <laughs> He's um, a dump. Is that a blog that you found? No, Who this was this on. I, this was on. I don't know. I, I called a, I called a bunch of stuff together. Um, he is calls. a. <laughs> he's a. Um, I think he's a, a PR like magnet magnate. Where'd you pull the quote from, though? I don't know, dude. Yes. I pulled it from somewhere. Yeah, let's, let's read it. Let's read it. Okay. All right. All together. Ready? <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Al. Uh, he's, he's, well, he, okay. He, basically, I, I highlighted where he says, um, way too many people have conveniently forgotten that her indomitable nature was also directed with startling callousness toward a community suffering through a devastating plague. 
Her voice was firm, chilling, and dismissive. She couldn't have cared less, nor did her husband's administration. Cradling an AIDS baby... See, he calls it an AIDS baby. Yeah. Cradling an AIDS baby is sweet, photogenic, and safe. Attending your gay relative's wedding is great for your family. But as someone who is HIV positive, who cradled dying friends while the Bush administration did zero to assist with funding, education, or reducing stigma... I won't miss the sight of her fake pearls for a second. I of course, think, you had to throw that catty bullshit Hal, line at the end. Hal needs to. I don't know who this. I want to know who this person is. <laughs> I'll look um, I I I think Hal needs to check his facts because yeah. Bush and Bush's administration is the one that was the first president to ever put funding. Real no, Reagan did put funding towards HIV/AIDS uh, research. I will say that, but Bush was the one who put the Ryan White Act. He signed mm-hmm. that into law and made mm-hmm. that a foundation that still exists to this day. So I think it's this- also just I think it's just an un. I, it's I, a it's stretch. An argu- it's an argument that I I just don't. I, you know the fact that d- during a time when it was. Um, controversial to even be touching or holding yeah. the hand of someone who has HIV yeah. and and the fact that she wasn't an elected official and that were that you don't think it's meaningful that she was cradling an an AIDS baby to use Elliot's term uh it's not know, my it just, term it's the world's term <laughs> it's just i think it's just ridiculous i think yeah. it's way over the top and it's an uh, like i was saying earlier it's an unrealistic standard that like what 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 could what could you have done yeah. That, that would have. Well, that, that to Hal me Rubenstein circles back to what you were saying. Approved of, and that to me circles back to what you were saying before, which is like, you know, uh, the idea of um, shitting on Bernie or, or Hillary for their gay rights, you know, <clears throat> their gay rights yeah. voting record, and it's like, uh, you know, it's it's tough to say it out loud, but it's like, listen, the the times were different. Yeah, context was different. She held an AIDS baby, and it's like, like you're saying it. it you you can't go back and ch- you know you can't recreate the context and you of also history. Can't, you can't hold history up to modern sort of standards. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. you have to understand that like history needs to be viewed through the lens of the time. And at the time, it was a polarizing thing, and it was a mm-hmm. shocking thing for someone to do. And yeah, maybe she wasn't fucking marching in a pride parade in 1990. She never right. did. Yeah. And you know. Uh, yeah, I wish she would have. Sure, that would have been great to have sure. the first lady march in a pride parade. Of course, but like, I don't think we can hold that against her and 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 claim that she's a bad person as, as a result and that her pearls are. fake. I can hold though <laughs> if we want to if we want to point anger at somebody, point anger at the Reagans. Those are people right. who can openly point anger at and be like, "You fucking yeah, pieces of shit! Did you are nothing. monsters." I mean, Nancy Reagan famously allowed Nancy Reagan and Ronald Reagan. So Elizabeth Taylor was like knew them or something mm-hmm. and Elizabeth Taylor famously did AMFAR which is a huge HIV AIDS organization and she was at the forefront of sort of trying to get ACT UP and a lot of these organizations to get the president to listen to them yeah. and, and to have him come and speak to AMFAR and she arranged it she arranged this huge thing in DC and Nancy Reagan and Ronald Reagan came to AMFAR and they had agreed on sort of a speech that he was going to give and he was going to come and he was finally going to address mm-hmm. HIV AIDS community and really try to do something and put money towards it and then <gasps> what he, happens and then he came there and in the middle of his speech he threw in something that nobody knew nobody knew that they didn't at least know that he was going to do where he was talking about you know that that it's about lifestyle choices and all these different things and everyone in the oh. audience people in the audience openly started like booing him and it mm. was to be to hear Reagan get booed is kind of a shock because Reagan wow. was always sort of you know applauded yeah. and yet gay people gay people in that audience and HIV rights activists were saying no fuck you you come into our home and you say this to us and 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 Nancy Reagan Allowed that, Nancy. Is that Reagan, on YouTube? 
Yeah, I'm I sure it is. find that on YouTube um, <laughs> immediately. And, and Nancy, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't know the personal details about what happened with Rock Hudson, but apparently Rock Hudson, right. like, was in was, was France. To, well, no, I mean, well, in France, was France was the only one that had access to the early medication right. that treated, or that they, the experimental treatments that right. they had for HIV at the time. And in the U.S., it was still, they I'm were still a, trying to figure things out. Right. And so they were getting it from foreign markets, um, which is what Dallas Buyers Club, or Dallas, yeah, Dallas, mm-hmm. the Matthew McConaughey movie is about, that the U.S. wasn't giving it, so they were going to. Mexico no, I think and that stuff. Was booty call. And, <laughs> um, and and Rock Hudson famously tried to like get Nancy Reagan to do something, yeah. to at least help him, right? Just, just to help, to just to help something. him, and, and, and she and wouldn't do shit. She wouldn't do it. So, she wouldn't. I believe yeah. it. She wouldn't like literally allow it to be brought into the United yeah. States, which was such a terse way of. Act, you know, she of, of reacting. They and, both yeah. were. Fuck those pieces of shit. I hope mm. they rot in hell. Excuse mm-hmm. me. You know, one of Reagan's <laughs> one of Reagan's first uh, orders of business when he was elected president was what was to remove the solar panels that Jimmy Carter mm. had put on the White House. Yes. <sighs> well, it's like you know, with the Trumps moving in, did they do they still have the garden? Do they still have Michelle's garden? I don't know. Oh, I think they got I'm rid. I'm sure of he it. peed all over. Yeah, that. right. <laughs> He's like. Basically, he wanted to build a McDonald's tree. I, I, but, but to the, um, I guess the last thing I'll say uh, about uh, Barbara Bush. I guess I was a little surprised. I can be cynical, and I think the listeners have have started to understand that I am a, a cold-hearted a monster. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm not trying to be hypocritical here, uh, but I guess I was surprised the number of my friends who kind of wrote things on social media about how who cares that she died, mm-hmm. and. I guess I've always... That always makes me uncomfortable. It, me it, too. It bums me out. And it was nothing profoundly harsh. It wasn't like, fuck that bitch. It was just like, oh, I'm surprised Who that cares? this many people care. Right. I don't a give a fuck. It's disrespect for life to me. Whenever someone, even during the election when people were talking about, joking about Trump getting assassinated, it's like, I don't like that. Please. Like, it's yeah. so, like, I don't care who this person is. Do You never wish death on somebody. I mean, somebody. it's one thing if I'm talking about, say... Beheading Alan before my Senate campaign. Yeah, of course. That's, right. that's, that's fine totally different. Because I'll do it if you don't Wait, get in line. I'm sorry, I have to ask before we end the segment. Do you guys remember? Because I posted it online and people just, I, I guess I felt my age, people didn't remember this moment when George H.W. Bush threw up in like Japan of course, or something. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. So many people didn't know what that was. And I was hmm. like, yeah, guys, it was a big deal. Yeah, that was a and big Barbara deal. And Barbara Bush like put the napkin over his face yeah. like she was smothering him. Like, right. he, looks, he looks like, it's actually a really weird video. It almost looks he, like, like he like, goes down. into like coma toast or yeah. something like, or, or has like a seizure it's yeah. a very weird yeah, yeah very when weird she moment. came to the rescue that's love well I think the thing about Barbara is that uh, you know this idea of people being like who cares it's like I mean, look, the, the way things are now are bananas mm-hmm. so like in, in if you can actually have some perspective it's like look at you know this was sort of a she was a, she was like a stalwart of of of, the, of an era in the past. It's also it's it's a level of inconsistency. So like if like you know when the day that Barack Obama passes away, it will be a sad day for liberals. I respect that there are conservatives who did not did not like Barack Obama who will say shitty things. So be it. But if Michelle Obama the day that Michelle Obama passes away, God forbid, hopefully she lives for she lives forever. Uh, it would be appalling to read someone calling her a baby killer because right. she was associated with yeah. her husband who is pro-choice. Um, obviously, Michelle Obama is also pro-choice. But like – and and it's – I have the right, I think, to be appalled by that. And I think it just makes sense to be consistent and say when the wife of a president dies, let's not berate her. Right. That's just my – I guess yeah, that's it seems, seems fair to me. Yes. I'm going to find <laughs> out who Hal Rubenstein is. All right. <laughs> Still. Go for it. Look it up.
not even joking. And now for not even joking, we're talking with Moshe Kosher about the Shania Kanye social media firestorm that happened and the culture of immediate outrage. One of the things I noticed that when Shania Twain's comment came out, she had just done RuPaul's Drag Race. And literally uh, two days later, this Guardian article comes out that mm. she says she would have supported Trump because he's smart and or because he, he's not smart. He just talks like one of the normal people <laughs> yeah, and says right. all this ridiculous right, shit. Right. And gay people blew the fuck up. It was yeah. like she was just praised by RuPaul. And then all of a sudden she did this 180. I've never yeah. seen people attack someone so fast. Oh, really? I wasn't following it online. It was, did you follow this motion? I saw the story and it's true. I mean, nobody, uh, nobody ever says something incredibly problematic after being celebrated by the gay community. That's associated with the RuPaul drag race. <laughs> <laughs> oh, except for, for, for RuPaul herself. For RuPaul. For, <laughs> yes, that's correct. That's funny. Yeah. And Kanye's, uh, obviously Kanye, I think subsequent to, when I don't even follow. I haven't. I wasn't following any of the Kanye. Well, the Kanye stuff. thing is fascinating. I mean, it's like it's a a real kind of polemic about like white people minding their business versus. Oh. It's just the whole thing is really interesting because Kanye has this thing right where he's like persona mental illness everybody's like he's mentally ill all the time everybody's like i'm no psychologist but and, and right. then yeah, it's clearly a yeah 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 and then he's also the george bush doesn't like black like black right. people person yeah. yeah and so it's all these people like monday morning quarterbacking but instead of quarterbacking you know psychoanalysis saying he's in a manic episode there's no other explanation and then chance the rapper jumps in and it's like i don't know if you followed this no uh, so kanye tweets you know maga 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 yeah <laughs> whatever yeah, right. i don't know muslim band now yeah and um and then chance the rapper everybody so everybody come drags kanye yeah and then chance come the rapper tweets black people don't have to be uh democrats Oh, so then that becomes the argument. It's like, wait, are you telling him because he's a, a black man he must, you know? I've always he must found be liberal that I've support. always found liberals like, yes, statistically speaking, black men and in particular black women are overwhelmingly democratic, which is where the stereotype they vote comes democratic. From. They I mean, vote there's democratic, a difference between correct. being democratic and voting democratic. That's they correct. typically do vote liberal. And there's because... being John Malkovich and voting John Malkovich. Yes. Those are very different <laughs> as well. Speaking of John's, the one thing I did notice with this Kanye thing was that he was posting like tweets that he or uh, texts that he had been getting from famous people like John Legend. Uh -huh. John Legend is a green bubble. He's an Android user. Oh, wow. That blew me away. That's I a curveball. That, yeah. that is fucking pathetic. Isn't it? It's yeah. surprising to Unbelievable. me. Unbelievable. You know what, though? Every fucking week or two, I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done, done with this with... fucking iPhone. Oh. I'm done. <laughs> I was like, yeah. with Kanye, John Legend? No, no, no I'm done with this phone. <laughs> I'm done with needing to know the passwords. I, it's just, it's, well, I'm Well, you'd have to know the passwords Apple. with Android, too. The passwords are pretty much universal. You know what? You know, <laughs> no, yeah. how dare Not in an you. Android world. <laughs> in an Android, you just ask the Android, Android, tell me my password. <laughs> and... No, the Kanye thing did. I also was surprised by uh, Kim Kardashian immediately being like, going to the mental illness thing, because there were all these articles about how he was going insane like this is mm -hmm. clearly part of his downfall and she mm -hmm. says she says how dare you yeah how, just what i'm saying how dare you you know what i'm curious about like how dare you 
make my husband your analysis subject. Yeah. Ye, ye, yeah, I'm just curious I what Elliot thinks about point. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've been quiet so far. <laughs> about Kim Kardashian. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, You've been so saying, quiet. Wait, yeah. Is, is Kim Republican? Chime in. No, she's not. Uh, no, she's, she's not. not. Right. She's definitely not. Okay. Yeah, but her going into the mental illness category of saying that Kanye must be mentally ill. If <laughs> he must be mentally not, ill She's not saying Trump. that, but she's saying the media is wrong for going in that direction. But it's not. Let me just say. It isn't. Both things are wrong. Yeah. And it's none of my business to tell a black man how to uh, align himself politically. And yeah. yet I can still say that's not really what people are saying. Yeah. People aren't really staying, saying step in line with the Democratic Party platform. Mm-hmm. What they're really saying is... Donald Trump's policies are antithetical to the to the person that says yes. George Bush Absolutely. doesn't love black people. Those exactly. are those are buttressing up it's against the each other. Inconsistency of that. I mean, much like the outrage about Shania Twain, which is what. How but we I mean, if you also think about, I love it. hearing Brent say Shania Twain. Why? <laughs> just, sometimes there are words that come out of your mouth that just they just sound wrong. I love it. It does impress Shania Twain. I think Sh- Shania whole, Twain. <laughs> there's this whole different. I mean, I think both of these cases, Kanye and even Shania, represent something that like a lot of people didn't really even follow is that sort of turn of Obama quote unquote people to Donald Trump. I mean there was a huge shift, not a huge, but there was a shift in people who voted at one time and supported Obama and then voted for Donald Trump. Yes. And these two people maybe kind of represent and some those, of those. And that's exactly what I've been saying recently, which is I get I don't get angriest at Republicans when I meet a Republican or talk to someone whose mom was a Republican, who's always yeah. voted Republican. I don't get angry when I find out they voted for Trump. I get fucking furious. Mm-hmm. For instance, with my Aunt Ramona, someone who is actually quite liberal, yeah. has voted, would probably be considered a swing vote. Yeah. Uh, and a swinger, I know and her well. And a swinger, yeah, you know Ramona <laughs> well. Ramona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you pounding that ass. I, uh, I love the Auntie Butt. Uh, but, and it's because they represent the trend that mm-hmm. helped elect Trump. Yes. Yeah. Which is they represent, you know, my aunt in particular is. Uh, a uh, non-college educated white woman in the suburbs yeah. who is prone to conspiracy theories. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so she is literally the perfect person. She's the dot for, in the Venn diagram. To, 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 <laughs> yeah, right. I actually my uncle is also the perfect person. He is he produced all of Jay-Z's early albums before he started <laughs> oh, rapping himself and wow. his first hit was you Through have the such Wire. A Jewish dynasty yeah, going on, yeah. don't you? Oh, you were, you were for real? I thought you were fucking around. No, that's Kanye West. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> it's like the other perfect diagram is like He's one of the most famous entertainers alive. <laughs> and he does have mental illness. Are we I kidding? Do, I, of course it, he does. The backlash, though, does... The quick backlash. I mean, I don't think we've ever seen a more polarizing candidate that where someone can say anything positive right. about this man right. right? and then all of a sudden they are just berated <laughs> just online berated. and Shania's like I'm so yeah, my, sorry my yeah. thing is that I was like okay so she's made this statement and I mean at least like in like the gay sphere it felt like immediately people were like she's cancelled and I'm like <laughs> like no truly like she's cancelled Twitter went nuts and it's like yeah. Like, you know? And I was even one of them. I mean, I, I I tweeted something as well about the story, the Guardian story. And I do think she used her words poorly. That's what well, I wasn't think, Wasn't she too, always but a Jesus freak? She, well, I no. don't know about that. Mm-mm, I don't think so. I remember, I, I, I might be wrong, but I remember very distinctly hearing, like, in the 90s, uh, you know, I was in middle school. You guys were out of we were college. In college. Yeah, in the nineties, uh, people were like, "Oh, she's like really religious." I don't think no, so don't because think she so. got a lot of shit for being sexual during her career. But so there's, I don't... A, there's a ton of religious people who've been like 
uh, in you know, uh, hypocritically sexual. Yeah, I don't think career. she's a Jesus person. She's like Canadian be... and like Native American. <laughs> right? Yeah. They don't believe. Not like a real she, can't, she can't believe. No. She can't be a believer. But isn't it? But is <laughs> it not a little bit ridiculous that? Um, to, I mean, I'm, and maybe I'm nuts, but isn't that a little bit ridiculous to see, like, the moment that she's like, I maybe would have voted for, you know, the way she said it was just so, it was so, like, I don't know, felt like very um, on the fence to me. It didn't yeah. feel like she was being very resolute and being like, fuck everybody. And I think Trump, she was Trump, just Trump. trying to say, which I've said, I mean, my mom said it during the election. She was like, uh, Donald Trump is like... Um, Who's the killer that killed all the women? Uh, like serial killer. Every one of them. Ted Bundy. Okay. Ted Bundy. <laughs> um, no, she was like, he's like Ted Bundy. You know what I mean? He's he's he, he's handsome in a way. Like he has like a yeah. he has like this mannish quality, and he's very brutish. He's he's kind of fun. Like he he can seem fun if you get away all everything he's saying. The way he's saying it is casual Ted and fun. Bundy seems and fun. he can woo yeah. he can oh, woo you in, which is what Ted Bundy did. He wooed these women in, and then all of a sudden he murdered them. And that's what my mom says about Donald Trump. <laughs> he's like Ted Bundy. He woos yeah. the audience in. And then he takes away. Yeah, your you rights. guys think that the, that oh. you do think that it's there's an overreaction? Yeah, I think it's an insane reaction to say it's for Shania. It's like, I, why is this? <laughs> no human can say I think there's some positive. Like uh, exactly. Like yeah, why Shania? Exactly. The Kanye thing makes much more sense to Absolutely, me. Absolutely, because too. it's like you're betraying. Us, not what you've the, said. The for fact, years. yeah, the fact that you were on Drag Race doesn't make you like a friend of yeah, the gay community exactly. since like eighty yeah. one. Yeah. You know, but that, yeah. but that is that is what I feel like I see the narrative become. That at least in like again the gay channels on like Facebook or Twitter or whatever, it's like she was on Drag Race last week, so fuck her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I mean, I don't know. I, she's not. A she's kind of also saying something that represents the reason why people kind of switched to vote for Trump and that yeah. we probably should have been listening to during the entire election. Right. Well, Although, I, the I thing that annoys me the most is the person that's like, mm, this is why Trump won. And like, anytime <laughs> you say any, like, yeah. slightly, like, obnoxious. Um, this is why. <laughs> it's like a little cartoon finger. Like, this is why. No, you don't know why Trump won. You yeah. don't. That's yeah. not why. Yeah. Wait, can I challenge you guys to say something to say one nice thing about donald trump oh i easy no i i i can actually these what he gave 20 bucks to my acapella group in college very cool oh uh, all right 20 yep. bucks yeah he walked by us we were performing in like central park we were like oh wow donald trump and he walked by and yeah. then his one of his cronies came back and threw 20 bucks into our like tip hat or whatever the yeah. fuck we put out. Yeah. Okay. So that was nice. Yeah. yeah. I'll bet you have your shirt off. Was you singing with your shirt off? Uh, uh, I actually do think he delivers a line really well. I think he's, I think he's, yeah. when he's not being a monster, I think he's relatively funny. The funniest president of all time. <laughs> that I, can remember. I don't know. Lincoln was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Well, the way, yeah, his, his final act was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I had to say, I actually Trump, when I remember I used to work years ago at AIDS walk, New York, and he would, or I guess someone in his company would allow like us to do things at Trump tower. Cause it's right by central park there. And he came down once and, sort of met all of us and I thought that yeah. was really nice for someone you know at 7am in the morning to meet a bunch of volunteers yeah I mean yeah. Of, of course it, of course it is nice for that I think uh, the problem with Trump is that you you learn that that all of that is meaningless yeah. when you become the most powerful person yes. in the world and you yeah. just consistently right. much like we're talking about Kanye betraying 100%. Trump 
I mean, yes, of course, he ran as a Republican, but literally on paper, <clears throat> if you look, listen to his Stern interviews in the, in the fucking 90s, yeah. he was like a liberal. He as was soon a as li- the aughts, like just a couple years ago. Yeah, well, as, he, as of 06, he yeah. was still he like... Got, he got radicalized, I mean, or something. <laughs> it's unclear. Which also is, represents a lot of this country, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, the, you know, th- there's a reason why people switch from Obama to Trump, but and to, but Trump oh, is kind of one of them. But see, to me, I'm like, isn't it creepy that it was... It, to me, it's like I don't know if he was radicalized. I think he just like goes, follows the you know, follows the path wherever he can be yeah, the most popular. Part to of me, that, which is even creepier. That's creepy, but I also think that that's a story we tell ourselves, trying to ignore the pattern of the clear pattern, which is like there he was saying. Obama was not born in this country. Yeah. That's not like going where the where the where the intellectual cream is. Yeah, like, nobody also, wanted that. Was nobody was interested in that. Literally, him on the View and Whoopi Goldberg, like being like, "Go fuck yourself," and like walking off set or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, but who would have? I mean, who, uh, who would have looked at that and been like? Yeah, it also that's blows the president like, of the United States. It kind of pisses me off. I think the media does this a lot, where they say the moment that Trump decided to run for president was at the correspondence yeah, dinner with ex- Trump. Right. It's oh like my God. it's all bullshit. It's no one bullshit. Knows it. No bullshit. one would. Yeah. Mm, this is why Trump ran. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you don't no, know. It's yeah. not at all. It, it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he wants to be the most powerful man in the world. Yeah. He to me, I get the same the same thing where it's like when people would be like, Paris Hilton is secretly a brilliant businesswoman. Oh. <laughs> I think to me that's people being like, he's secretly brilliant, and I'm yeah. like, no, he's not. He's not. He's not w- fucking let's Machiavellian. Call a spade a spade. If, if I mean, Reagan, I think he's smart. He's, oh. he's, he's, secret, smart he's not man. secretly brilliant. He's no. openly brilliant, and in, in that he is a ball of charisma. Yeah, that is yes. all he is. Yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. I'm for being sorry. Here. I no, want to stay. No, of course, we can't, so we can't keep talking about Trump. I want to come back. You will. All right. Yes, please come Just back. Just like Whoopi yeah. says on the view. All right. All right. I love you, but <laughs> this you. is yeah, fucking bullshit, and I can't you. stand listening to this it's partisan crap. I mean, it's like gay people don't have to be Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing. And another thing. Let's talk about the beach. Oh, <laughs> now, you like the beach, right? I do like the beach. I hate the beach. Same. Hate well, it. obviously, for obvious reasons, I don't take my shirt off yeah. uh, in public. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I like the feeling of sand on my feet. Okay. I would say that's my favorite part of the beach. I, love- I find the ocean terrifying. <laughs> the ocean is terrifying. Why? Because you can die in it so easily. You can die on the way to the ocean. Yeah, but... I like my car. I don't have to be in like filthy ocean water. It's when's the so last time salty. you went swimming in the water in the ocean? Uh, it, w- it would be middle school. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And in Michigan, middle did you have a late access to lakes? There is a ton of lakes in Michigan, uh, which are, not are less scary. terrifying, right? Because uh, there's like no current, right? Or, right. You know, riptide as they yeah. call it. Uh, and but I I didn't I didn't I don't do a lot of boating or anything like that. And Alan, you grew up in um, Missouri. Missouri, so you were landlocked, right? Well, there's the Lake of the Ozarks, mm-hmm. which is where a lot of we went. And Branson is around there. Do you go and like lay out by the lake? Is that what you actually do? <laughs> lay out? I don't know. <laughs> is this 1988? Yeah, <laughs> Ellie's got that white stuff on his. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I have never laid out once in my life. I don't even. But know like, does the family take a trip to the lake? Do that? Yeah, we do. We would take the lake. My family was an indoor family. We we really yeah, sure. like AC. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, does so, your mom AC the garage? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, God That's, bless her. Yeah, insane. Um, God love her. Everything is AC'd in our house. In fact, when we were moving to the house, like that was one of the most important things to have, like an industrial AC. Like I we love had her to, so. We much. had to have it. So we we're not outdoors people, but I yeah. do remember I would go to the lake with like friends and stuff a lot. And my dad, I remember, he pushed me into the lake to teach me to swim. Oh, one year. That's not how it not good. I do remember. A <laughs> this fun, is your dad who you hate. But but yeah, of course I hate him. I also hated my grandparents that were there too. <laughs> Fuck all of them. But um, I I hate the beach. I always say about the beach that like. You know, I like the beach. I like the view of the beach. I like it's nice and everything. But every, five minutes after me being on the beach, I'm looking for like a Starbucks for a Wi-Fi signal. Like yep. I need, right. I need something. I need AC. I, I love the beach this. from inside. The beaches in LA are super hot. The guys super hot, yeah, like sexy. Like, yeah, the the guys on the beach in LA, even if you go on like an off day on like a Tuesday or something, yeah, you're like, man, this this. What this do you is... mean? Where are you going on a Tuesday? What beach are you going to on a Tuesday? I've, I've gone to the Santa Monica Pier a couple times on some off days. Santa Monica Pier, that's sometimes, where like sometimes families sometimes I'll go. Take a Xanax, yeah. <laughs> so what? You're looking at the dads. Hold on, I'm no, dying. Just like walking on the beach. You, you, I've gone like once or twice uh, since I moved. Was this like your suicide moment? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I love. I was going to kill myself. I don't necessarily. I, I would I mean, do it in front of you, Alan. Just like, <laughs> I'm yeah. used to the beach because I grew up on Long, Long Island, where we're surrounded by water um, yeah. and we'll put water bagels. In quotes. Yeah, water, feces-ridden water. <laughs> exactly, water. I got the... swimmers here from Jones Beach. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's all kind of a dump, but like, yeah. Um, you know, you go to the South Shore to go to the ocean to go to Robert Moses or Jones Beach. Yeah. You go to the North Shore to go to, like, these smaller beaches, these private beaches or whatever. And um, <laughs> it's a dump. Whenever okay. I hear private be- beach, I only think of nude beaches. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. So, yeah. so that's another part of the beach. Like, on Fire Island, it is a nude beach. Yeah. And there is also, I was talking to my friend who grew up, who grew up in the same town as me, like, if you went to Robert Moses Beach, if you went to Field 5, because mm-hmm. there's all these fields, yeah. if you go to Field 5 and then you walk, like, past where cars are allowed, yeah. it becomes a nude beach, but... You know, as a kid, my my aunt, who was like the most like progressive, um, radical kind of figure in my life, we went to the beach and she was like, we're walking. She walked me to the nude beach and was like, this is how it's supposed to be. We don't say private parts. That's not the right words. And yeah, and it was just how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it was just like an intro to like. But of course, those nude beaches are literally like huge bushes. and Like, you know, (laughs) giant old dudes. Have you been to a nude beach? Yeah. Outside of that moment in your life? Like, do you uh, actively go and get naked at a beach? No. I mean, there's Jacob Reese Beach, which is in New York, yeah. that a lot of... That's considered, like, a gay nude beach. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, like, kind of a weird place to get to, and, like, it's weird. Yeah. But, like, the... There's one in New Jersey, too. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, for me, like, a, a nude... I don't know. A nude beach is... I went once alone to a nude beach. Alone? And, yeah. I went alone to the one... To the, to the one near Field 5. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. really weird, and I got, like, hit on... Oh, yeah. Very graphically. Oh. <laughs> By someone hiding behind a How? shrub or something. Tell us. I don't, I don't. It was just two guys who were like, are you leaving? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And they made a very graphic comment about how I should stay and why I should stay. <laughs> what did they say? It was just about my penis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah! All right. All right. That sums That's it up. Great. Yeah. But I've I love been... the beach here. I think it's like, uh, I mean, I think like the PCA. <laughs> what like do the... you do at the beach? Well, I love going to the How dog beach. How do you beach. go to the beach? 
I mean, in the summer, I try to go like every weekend or yeah. every other oh weekend. My God, so gross! But it's gross. beautiful here. Like you go to like Huntington it's Beach. It's beautiful or... everywhere. It's a beach. Uh, it's annoying. No, it's not beautiful everywhere. Long Island is like a, a cesspool of That's diapers. You're from yeah. there, so many people are like visit oh. and they're like beautiful beaches. Not, not in Long. I mean, also, isn't the Atlantic water warm and the Pacific water is cold? Yes. Yeah, but it's still always cold. It's still always everything's cold. cold. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whenever they're like warm and cold, it's like sixties and. 75 I don't get in the water. I well, s- no, I take that back. I do a boomerang and then I get out of the water. Cold. I will say that I would like to see... I know Brent will never go to the beach. I would like to see Alan go to the beach because you've always talked about wanting to wear one of those... Oh, no, I do it. timey <laughs> Diane Keaton bathing suit? It's happening, actually. It's happening. No, it's not a Diane Keaton bathing suit. It's a 1920s bathing suit. It's like a full body... Yeah. It's happening. So, Michael... It's uh, happening. Michael wow. is making me... Like the apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. My Michael's making me a 1920s style um, oh, wow. uh, swimming suit that's fully covered, and it's made out of swimming suit material, so it'll be like a modernized version of a 1920s. Not so in the beach. I would like to see you go into that's... the pool at the LA Fitness. Yeah, I will. That. Wait, that so this, will. Is this, this is like a singlet. Uh, well, singlet I think is too revealing. Like, right. I, I want full coverage. Like, I'll let I'll be I'll wear shorts. Like, it'll be like at my knee level, of course. Sure, sure. But I want it to be like a like a like a like a t shirt top. You know what I mean? That like oh, covers so most really of my large. arm, and it like comes up to my neck, so there's no real exposure of any skin whatsoever, uh-huh. except for maybe my yeah. arms and my legs. Sort of like a religious garment. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a like a like a burkini for men. Sure. You, you know what the you know what the the sort of the the biggest disappointment at the beaches as a gay guy especially as a gay youth was growing up you know in a time where like it was not cool to like show off it's not like showing off your legs it's just not like we grew up in a time of like an era of baggy jeans baggy clothes like there was no legs you didn't see legs and i feel like recently with you know the brand chubbies those they're like mail away shorts that I, I, I used to wear. Them. That was like they gave you a boner or something. Like uh-huh. that's when well, I, hear, that's, I hear chubbies and I think boner. no, they're just like they're like they're like shorts that are that I started wearing years ago that are like you know shor- shorter, not uh-huh. crazy short, but like shorter, yeah. and they've become sort of this like frat brand or whatever. Yeah, um, this bitch likes showing off her nuts. Yeah, but what, I, what I'm saying what I'm saying is the biggest disappointment was always going to the beach, especially on Long Island in New York, and seeing guys in board shorts, where it was like shorts down to their fucking ankles. Oh, I hated that oh, shit. Why? It's because it's shapeless, and you want to like... It's disappointing because you wanted to get a, see a, little more, to get a semi. Yeah, see, a li- yeah. I'll see a little something. Oh, but because it was you clothing. wanted to see something. Yeah, me. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, I'm is, just me. It is hard to fathom. We've been in sort of form-fitting clothing for a, a solid day. I hate it. I know you do. I don't. But it's hard to fathom... A time when it's not in anymore, and there isn't will inevitably be a time where it isn't. Yeah, because there was a well, time when, uh, when be... you would look at baggy jeans and say, "How could this not Excuse be perfect?" Me. That will the be thing... my Nirvana. Excuse me. Excuse me. I will not. I will not accept the long tee into my life. Unacceptable. What is I that? Won't do I love a, drop a long tee. What is that? Pants. What, what is a drop? What? 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 Uh, it's, the... it's garbage clothing. Okay, you look, guys if, sound look, like you're you 80 can... years old. But it's, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> you go to like Top Man or something, <laughs> and or, whatever, Urban Outfitters, they sell these t-shirts that are down to your fucking knees. I love it. I mean, I'll say I love... If I could get away from wearing form-fitting clothes all the time, I would. I I love a, a, a baggy shirt, even a long shirt. I love it. Do you if ever could, have you ever worn? If a, I could a, wear like um, a dress all the time, a I poncho? would. Poncho? Would you ever wear poncho? I would. I would if I if I could get away with it socially. I, I will would. say there was a time when um, in New York I was in a relationship and my boyfriend's friends were very fashionable and yeah. fashion-forward. I was not, um, and I was also. Um, 
not looking uh, peak. Not looking great mm-hmm. body wise at that point, and so not I not feeling great. You look not feeling great. great not yeah. feeling great. Anyway, so I made I I made it my journey to um, dress in. To my, 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 I did the summer of um, what was it called? Do you remember that? No, loose and. Li- Light and loose. It was my summer of light and loose. Oh, and I was you wearing, gave it a phrase. Yeah, light and loose. And I wore like all like linen clothing. He really does want to wear oh, smocks wow. all day long. I, I would. Not, not anymore. Not anymore. But back Flowing then, silks. that's that's. What I do. I, Michael's making me um, like body suits that I can just wear all the time. <laughs> when you say Michael and you don't say my boyfriend, it sounds like you have a personal stylist. He is my personal <laughs> stylist as well. Yeah, he's he's a designer, but he's making me like onesies basically. <laughs> And I'm real excited Wait, about it. I saw you wear one and I loved it. I love I, it. That's my. That's my. I, I mean, it's I, bought, fantastic. I bought that one, but it's like a workers' man like like jumpsuit. <laughs> Brent, I you, when I saw Peter Paul and Mary in concert in high school again, eighty uh, years old. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Mary came out. Mary is obviously God's gift to the world and she, deceased. She's passed. Um, <laughs> when she came out, uh, she she was she's pretty lo- she was pretty she large was, she before got, her yeah, death. Uh, or I, when, I should say when I was in high school and. Um, she came out in like literally. It was like she was wearing like a silk tarp oh, around her. Dream. And it, I just and oh, she like man. she she does this. She twirls her hands during concerts as yeah. if she's like con- conducting a, an orchestra. And I just I was like, that is God. Who right did you there. see? Who would you see Peter Paul and Mary with when you were in high school? But I was joined by my friends Betsy and. Angie and were they in it for the music or in well, it? They for were not Brent? in it for the music. It was like a, it, they, I think I because th- you I were in it for the music. Oh, I loved Peter uh, PP and M. Uh, <laughs> How many I, times? I think, I think they had the fun. Only... We went to the Detroit, the Detroit Opera House. It was a fun night. This is the podcast we've mentioned Peter Paul and Mary maybe like more times than the Patriarchy. I was going to say oh, yes. it's my favorite. <laughs> yes. My favorite. It is our go-to. <laughs> I still have. I think, a, a vo- I think it's, a, to it's a voicemail. Is it a voicemail from years ago or an uh-huh. outgoing message of you singing, Peter, like, seeing Peter, Paul, and Mary in the shower and Megan, maybe your roommate, taped it or something? Yeah. It was so good. You know, you know, yeah. Brent's Peter, you know, his yeah. Mary Travers voice. Yes. Yeah, it's a very, we're, we're going to need a little bit of it right yeah. now. I mean, you can't, you can't well, say it and then not have to do it. And Puff, <laughs> the magic dragon. What would your aunt say? Brent, what would your aunt Ramona say? I know we spoke about her earlier. What would your aunt Ramona say about something on this podcast? Ramona would Ramona would pull Alan <laughs> aside and say, uh, Alan, uh, I, I have a poncho you could borrow. Uh, it says Trump on the back, but it's yours. I'd wear it. Yeah. I'd totally I know my aunt Joanne would definitely say, um, do I know Hal Rubenstein from Temple? <laughs> <laughs> I found out who he was, by the way. He's yes. a writer. He's a writer for the New York Times. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's a curveball. So sorry about that, Hal, not knowing who you are. I disagree, though, with you. My Aunt Anne would probably say, Hey, Challenger, remember when you dressed up as Shania Twain for that drag show in high school? That was really great of you. <laughs> did that happen? It did. Mm. Yeah. I dressed up as the man, I feel like a woman version of Shania. Do you have in pictures school, of this yeah, available? Like a drag show. Do you have pictures? Wow. I don't know. Wait, there I'd have was to a look. drag yeah. show at your high school? What is t- uh, what are you it talking was, it about? It was a drag show at a high school 
across the way from me, but yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm stunned. That's it was like a university slash high school thing. Yeah. And, stunned. And I won. I won the. What? I won the. Uh, <laughs> what? They, and anyone who was dressed up got like called on stage or whatever. Yeah. And and I, I was up against like serious drag queens, and I looked really bad because I was obese and just bad. <laughs> sure. And and but I won because I was funny. That's great, dude. Do you yeah. have, you don't you have to ask your mom for pictures. I'll look. I need I'm to sure there's a picture somewhere about of it. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it next time on You're Making It Worse. For which I say <laughs> goodbye. I'm Elliot Glazer. I'm Brent Sullivan, and I'm H. Allen Scott. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> 